Do you, do you think do you think he misses South Africa? For what reason? Any country that can Now this is the video. It's a very dangerous place to live in. No one is safe. There's a lot of spiritual xenophobia. I'll say something you not, don't like to hear if you're from South Africa. There's not one man of God who is popular from South Africa. It's true. Not around the world. They're not there. I repeat this and, and please record me. No one. Same thing with Zambia. Who in Zambia is popular around the world? As a man of God, no one. And now look at places where men of God from other countries are persecuted in Zambia and South Africa. The problem is simple. Why are we not producing the kind of men of God that other countries are producing? It might be because you fight them. Now we are raising sons from South Africa. Who are South Africa? Who will take over? That's what we are doing. And they are there right now. Trust me, rising. So you can understand why there is a battle against men of God from other countries. Not one. I'm telling you, wait, if you are from South Africa, please raise your hand. You know a man of God. We might have skipped here. Who is popular from your country? Not one. You have no export when it comes to spiritual men of God. That have taken places territorial commanders that if a South African preacher right now leaves South Africa comes here he's filling his stadium no one not one it's the truth I'm telling you not one so just imagine a Malawian getting in and all your people are gathered to him because your people know exactly it is not about men of God from any country it is about the God inside the man And that's the thing South Africans have realized. That it doesn't matter where you come from. As long as you carry God, South Africans will follow you. Now, but the powers that be and the men of God that are there, that are wondering, why are we not popular, become your enemies. So one story to another. There's another guy who is in jail right now in South Africa. They accuse him of um, uh, raping 45 women. Even if we put jurassics Anyway, sit down. That's another. Right, let me just uh, cut to the chase. Um, His Excellency Prophet Hubert Angel says um, South Africa and Zambia in this video appear to be persecuting men of God, and that may be the reason why there's no notable South African men of God acceptable worldwide and the same goes for Zambia Bishop Keith sir how do you react to this video thank you so much major daughter I think because of all the experiences I've been through I've already said and I want to say this as a disclaimer I don't qualify speak on behalf of pastors in South Africa because I am a serial divorcee. I'm married now, happily married for seven years now, but I'm a serial divorcee. I have disappointed the body of Christ. So I don't qualify to speak on behalf of men of God. 
but I will speak on behalf of men of God because I believe God has given me the platform. In the Bible, in Matthew 5 verse 10, the Bible says that we should, you know, we should, we should watch out, we should be careful. Matthew 5 verse 10, we should watch out or we should take heed when we are persecuted for righteousness sake. We should actually rejoice when we are persecuted for righteousness sake. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 16 says the same thing. That we should rejoice when we are persecuted for being Christian. Which means for living right, for living like Christ. Now I want to answer you, prophet Hubert Angel. With all due respect, you are the emeritus. You are an ambassador now for, for Zimbabwe. You, you, you have got a great platform. You introduce the prophetic to the body of Christ in this generation. But sir, I want to say to you, my dear brother Hubert Angel, you are speaking from a point of ignorance and a point of arrogance. Because you cannot make such a statement. That statement for me is more like not called for. You know why? Because you are ignorant. Do you know somebody by the name of Rodney Howard Brown, uh, Prophet Hubert Angel? Prophet Hubert Angel, I'm asking again, do you know Rodney Howard Brown? Let me educate you. During some time back, Major Daughter, you'll remember, there was a trend, there was a sweep of the Holy Spirit across the, the world called laughing in the spirit. Do you remember? Yes. Yes, sir. And people laughing in the spirit. Where did that start? Rodney Howard Brown started that revival. Who is Rodney Howard Brown? Rodney Howard Brown is a South African evangelist who was sent by God to go and evangelize America. Yes. Okay. You don't know, yeah, you don't know Rodney Howard Brown. Let me tell you who Rodney Howard Brown is, Prophet Hubert Angel. Rodney Howard Brown is the man who refused to close his church when COVID-19 came into the world. And he was the man who was arrested in America. He was the man who was trending because of being arrested for refusing to close the church. He is the man who caused uh, former President Donald Trump to say, let Rodney Howard Brown be released. And immediately churches were regarded as essential because of Rodney Howard Brown. Now, if that is not being popular, sir, then I don't know what popular is. Secondly, in answering that question, do, do, do you know Bishop Barnabas Lichanyan? You're talking about no man of God can fill up a stadium. He is from the ZCC church, Bishop Barnabas Lichanyan or Bishop Joseph Lichanyan. They don't even have to advertise. If they were to come to my area and somebody would say, Bishop Lichanyan is around, there would be no venue, no stadium that would be able to accommodate the crowd. He doesn't use instruments. He doesn't use sound systems. He doesn't use Twitter. He doesn't use Facebook. 
just his name alone. He's South African. Okay, let me let, let me go back to Pentecostal because you'll tell me that maybe they're not Pentecostal. But if you know anything about the ZCC Church, they originally come from the Apostolic Faith Mission. The founder of ZCC was a staunch member of the AFM Church. All right, let's come here. Major daughter, do you know somebody by the name of Evangelist Reinhard Bonke, whom I spoke about, that he is the man that preached the gospel to me? Yes, very well, sir. Now, I'm talking to a prophet. I'm talking to Prophet Hubert Angel, who has been teaching about impartation, that you can carry the spirit of another man. Now, Reinhard Bonke is not South African. I agree, he's not South African. Yes. But he filled up every venue in the world. But the, the, the question is, where did he get the impartation from? Mm -hmm. Where did he get the all. impartation, sir? He well, got it from Pastor Evangelist Richard Ngidi from the AFM Church. Every time Bonke had a crusade, he would call the Zulu preacher to come and pray for the sick because he, Bonke, did not have a gift of praying for the sick. So he called this unknown Zulu preacher who had such yes. an anointing in the healing ministry that just coming into the tent, coming into the venue, people would get out of their wheelchairs. And that is the man in front of whom Reinhard Bonke knelt and Richard Ngidi laid his hands on him. The next crusade, when Bonke went to the next crusade after Richard Ngidi prayed for him, Richard Ngidi was told by the Spirit of God, don't go to the crusade. And you know what happened, Major Daughter? Reinhard yes. Bonke stood up and said, I've been looking and looking and waiting for evangelist Ryan, uh, Richard Ngidi to come and pray for the sick since I called all the sick to come to this service. And Reinhard Bonke said, Richard Ngidi is not here today, but Jesus Christ is here. Yeah. And on that, when he made that statement, after being imparted by Richard Ngidi, suddenly people stood out, out of wheelchairs. And that's where the ministry of healing in the life of Reinhard Bonke started. Wow. So, Bonke, Bonke is popular. And in his testimonies, he speaks about Richard Ngidi. And I believe that if he was functioning under the grace that he received from Richard Ngidi, the problem with us, uh, with us South Africans is that many people have not take, taken time to document great South Africans that have done great things. There are books that have been written in America about William Duma. He is South African. He is well known in America and in universities, there are, they study about William Duma's life, just like they study about Smith Wigglesworth. Nicholas Hepworth Bengu, the founder of the Assemblies of God. That man, he was called the Black Billy Graham of Africa. 
So for Hubert Emil to say there's no South African that is popular, I think the statement is undermining what God is doing here. And secondly, for him to accuse South Africans of spiritual xenophobia, the preachers that he's talking about, have they been arrested because of preaching the gospel? Have they been arrested because of righteousness? No, sir. They went to court not because of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, but because of crimes against humanity. Don't mix the two. I think I've answered for every pastor that, you know what? It's good to be arrested for preaching the gospel like Rodney Howard Brown. But don't be arrested for crimes. And I don't want to go into any of the crimes or anything or any of the accusations against men of God. But I'm just saying, there's no record that any minister that has been persecuted in this country was persecuted because of righteousness. None. Instead, we hear that they did this, they did that, they did the other. I don't want to go into it. Well, um, I have a follow-up question to, to that or comment based on what uh, His Excellency Prophet Hubert Angel has said. But I want to take a comment from Malishwani. Now, because of load shedding, our global viewers, we are seeing things we've never seen on the screen. So the, the comments cannot come in normally, just something crazy is happening. But we can see your comments. So I'm going to read this comment from Malishwani. Sister Malishwani says, Doctor, what do you mean? Uh, and uh, there's another one. Uh, I'd like to take both of them, but let's take this one first. So, uh, Sister Malishwani says, Doctor, what do you mean when you say uh, Prophet Hubert Angel is ignorant? Uh, stop running away from the truth. It's true. South Africa persecute outside men of God. That's Malishwane. And then Lebuchang says, South Africa has many anointed, once again, things. Okay, Sister, Ma what's her name? I, I can't Malishwane. 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 Yes. Sister Malishwane, I'm saying Prophet Hubert Angel said something recklessly. He said, let them record him. There is no popular South African pastor in the world. I have just told you of Rodney Howard Brown. Now, what does the word ignorant actually mean? It means somebody doesn't know something. There's information that has been hidden from him. So Prophet Hubert Angel spoke those words not knowing that Rodney Howard Brown, who actually changed the history of lockdown in America, is a South African. He also is the same man whom God used when we had the, the revival which we called laughing in the spirit. It went around the world. It, he is a South African. So yeah, Hubert Angel is ignorant. Yes, because he, he doesn't know. Probably he made a comment because maybe because, he's, maybe because Rodney Howard Brown is white. He should have said, there's no black that's popular. Maybe then we'd understand. 
I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. I'm not laughing. Look, here's the next one. This is Lebuchang says South Africa has uh, uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown is in America, I believe Florida. But anyone can go to Dr. Google and confirm that. Now, uh, Lebuchang says South Africa has many anointed men of God, men who went against the norms of society. Bishop Sir, that's a comment. It is true. Look, um, you see, the way we measure greatness is also wrong. I, I don't know. Major daughter, allow me to say this. In 2019, on the 31st of December, many prophets prophesied about 2020. <laughs> oh, God help me. Some prophets said 2020 is going to be a great year. Some prophets said that. Prophet Mboromutwene, a man under whom I worked for a couple of months. I didn't work for a long time. That is one man. And I think uh, you might have seen the video. He prophesied that 2020 is going to be a year of hell. One. Number two, he said that people that pray in 2020 will have to pray harder in 2020 because there's pestilence coming. He prophesied it on the 31st of December, before there was any case of COVID-19 in the country. He also further prophesied that in South Africa, in 2020, many, he actually said, no false prophet would stand. He said, false prophets will be exposed. Now, compare his prophecy to the prophecy of a great year, a great year, and what he said. What's, what, what can we tell from these two prophets? Prophet Mboro is regarded maybe, I know that he is not doing crusades, but that's if, one man I, I may, know. If he can if come I to may my chime area. Chime in, yeah. Bishop, say, if I may just break yes. in there. The Bible says in the book of Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good for those who are called, uh, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. For a child of God, because a believer ought to live by a different set of rules and set of standards by virtue of the fact that they have the Holy Spirit indwelling in them. Now, when Romans 8 verse 28, and, I, and I'm chiming in based on what you have just laid down, based on the fact that one prophet will say great year and another will say there's going to be hell. These prophets are hearing from God, right? But here is the thing. Romans 8 28 says all things for a believer. Now, that Romans 8 28 says, when you now break it down, it says, for a believer, it doesn't matter what the circumstances around you look like. It ought to be. Your life ought to be that life that is um, based on the word of God and also directed and led by the Holy Spirit. Now, when man lives by the Spirit, for example, in Egypt, when there was all kinds of chaos taking place. The children of Israel who were in the same country were not experiencing that. 
So it could be that here is a man of God who is seeing what they are seeing, but the spirit is saying, this is now Ruwak, Hokadesh. He's saying, for the children of God, it will be great. Even though there will be pestilences, there will be plagues, there will be challenges. It will be great for you. Why? Because all things work together for good. For those who love God and are called according to his purpose. We saw this example in Egypt. When the Israelites were in Goshen, they were not affected. Could it be that, because when a man says, God said, I'm very, I, I become very, very careful because I was not there when God was speaking to them. I was not with them because the story, this is what I'm bringing from the word of God. The story of a child of God ought to be different in any case, in every case, anytime and anywhere. If that child of God is living by the spirit, what are your thoughts sir, on that? I thought I you should. Right. I, I thought I should just chime in and 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 because men of God spoke, but they all spoke differently. Were they all speaking from the same spirit? How did God communicate well, to them, Bishop Sir? Well, thank you so much. Unfortunately, I would not know how God communicated to both of them. However, you see, um, in the context that I was speaking about, I am not arguing what you are saying. What you are saying is very true. Because truly, a child of God, like, like, the, like the Israelites, when they traveled through the desert, they traveled with their own atmosphere. Yes, it was very they carried hot their the own desert. atmosphere, precisely. Yes, but... But the cloud was providing air conditioning to them during yes. the day. And at night, it's very cold in the desert. The pillar of fire was providing warmth for them. But now that's the context of Romans 8.28. That no matter what we go through, all things, good things, bad things, work together. They will work together. They will work together. You know? Yes. They will work together. Yes. You know, they Even will work our together. Case, our the case will be different. Regardless of the circumstances. Yes. Our case ought to be different. Has it not been great Amen. for the children now, of God? Maybe that's the question now, we should be asking. You see, if one man of God... I'm just yes, now, chiming in like a moderator. Sir... Maybe we should ask, has it been great? Yeah. If it has been great, then the prophecy has been fulfilled. Amen. Because that question we ought to ask them. If one comes and says, it's, it's going to be marvelous. Has it been marvelous? If it has been for them, the prophecy is fulfilled. Because I'm saying all this because yeah. I'd like us to look at the word of God. And how God speaks to people and his servants differently because we all hear him differently. I don't hear him like everybody. You don't hear him like everybody. The people who are currently watching up definitely don't hear him like everybody. We all have our ways of hearing God. Prophecy is complicated. Very complicated. True. Bishop said. True. 
Now, in the other context, major daughter, the other context says, when a prophet prophesies, and what he says does not come to pass, let him be stoned to death because he spoke lies in the name of the Lord. Now, as you said, we can leave the question so, to the viewers. And if Have I may, chime in, if I may chime in right there, because... I love, I, and thank God that we're going to have you again here, Bishop said. Isaiah the prophet gives a prophecy to King Hezekiah that King Hezekiah was sick, by the way. He was sick. God says to prophet Isaiah, go and tell that man to get his house in order. And he gets there, he says, man, get your house in order. Because God says, this one, this sickness is unto death. And then the king says, receives the prophecy, and then he leaves. I'm, I'm chiming in with this because you say the Bible says when a prophet prophesies and the prophecy doesn't come to pass, he needs to be stoned. But there are prophecies that have come in the Bible that never came to pass because God changed his mind after the reaction or the response of the recipient hezekiah the Bible says he turned his face against the wall and began to bless the lord and speak to the lord and i mean engaging the lord and god sent a word to the very same prophet that go tell him that now i have added 15 more years now can you see the reason i'm saying it's complicated and i'm bringing this this the scriptures so that these are things we ought to talk about God. Yes, yes, you are very right. That's another. That's another. Uh, I'm sorry. That's another uh, context again. Because, like, just like Jonah, Jonah went to preach destruction over Nineveh. Yes. But Nineveh was never destroyed. Why? Because of repentance. Because some prophecies are conditional. God says, "I will do this unless." Yes. Unless you repent, I will destroy you. Unless you do this, I will do this. So, prophecy is complicated. Prophets are complicated. And that is why... Ooh.